0: What's up, guys? It's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And we're, we're just kicking it off. I mean, we're we're getting closer and closer by the day. Um, this coming Thursday will be four weeks to the event. And every day from now until the event is nothing on this show but Blue Ridge stuff. I'm not taking anybody else outside of that. And um, I'm doing that on purpose because my sole purpose until the event is over, and even after that, will be dedicated to this event. Because for the last year, as you guys have known, I've done nothing but almost exclusively help small bands, indie acts, you know, up and coming talents, and to link up with a, a festival of the magnitude that is Blue Ridge that is doing the exact same thing for. However many small bands that are coming, you know, is unreal. So, you know, it's my honor to be doing these shows for you guys and give you guys an idea of who these bands are before you get to the event. Therefore, you know, hey, Derek talked to them. They were fucking badass. I want to go watch them. So please make sure you're taking the advice of these of of the people that I'm talking to. I'm talking to them for a purpose. I'm talking to them for a reason. Don't lose out on that. And with that in mind, let's get this show started.
1: fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And Uh, here uh, we go.
0: And welcome everybody to Suck It! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How are you doing today on this beautiful August third of the year that is 2021? Woo. woo, 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 Tuesday, guys. I hope y'all had a good day yesterday. You're starting your week off right. Um, hope you guys enjoyed um, my conversation with the awesome Ray Ray. Um, great, fantastic man. Um, I had a great time talking to him. You know, we had we went into some really deep shit and. If you didn't check out that episode, please go back and listen to yesterday's episode. It was a fantastic conversation, and I was really proud to be a part of. Um, I met a new friend for life in that guy, so I'm really, really stoked with that. Um, So yes, please make sure you're checking that out. And then number two here. um, For the last year or so, a little bit longer than that, I have been using an intro by the band um, Flying Jacob, a local band here in... um, the Maryland area, um, that has just been absolutely you know great, and they've done a lot of cool things. Um, however, um, COVID and the loss of a couple of different members in the band, and they just weren't able to get things back together. Um, they have called it quits. So my thoughts um, go out to the members of Flying Jacob up here in you know Maryland area. You've been listening to them, you know, on your radio with me. For the last year, and unfortunately they have called it quits um, I might be changing up the, the intro, I'm not sure yet I'm debating on that, I'll let you guys decide um, But we'll go from there But um, to you guys, thanks for being so courteous And giving me that song to use, I appreciate it um, And then finally, 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 finally The real reason why we are here today and that is to talk more Blue Ridge Rock fest. Thank God, it's coming. Because today, I have on with me a member of the band Nash. And I am really, really stoked to talk to this guy because man, this guy, these guys just fucking rock really fucking hard. So let's just write, let's just get right to it with Jim from the band, Nash what's going on brother how are you well,
1: Man, how are you
0: um i've had better days um right hey. yeah i mean today i mean i mean it's no secret that i record episodes in advance i mean today's actually uh, tuesday july 27th and um within the last couple hours we found out that uh, we lost one of the greatest drummers of our generation Oh,
1: dude i was gonna bring it up man i'm a drummer myself uh I literally found out just, just before coming on. Uh, I can't even believe it. I yeah. can't even believe it. It's I, so hard to even wrap my head around.
0: Yeah, I mean, I found out right around 5 o'clock Eastern time. So about two and a half hours ago or so. And um, I, I was floored. You know, I I didn't even know how to react. And the gentleman I spoke to before you which. Which aired on Monday, the debut yesterday. Um, awesome Ray Ray is a drummer himself, and we just pretty much just talked about you know Joey the entire time. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, I mean it's I a, mean uh, so much to talk about, man. He's legend, legend. Even you know before his passing, you know he was a living legend living yesterday, legend. and and now he's just a legend today, and. There has been things that he has done for, for music and drumming in general That just won't ever be matched I don't think 100% And I
0: said well, that too to Ray Ray Because it's it's not even And I like what you just said Because you're 100% spot on What he has done for music and drumming Not the metal community Not the rock community Metal music. It yeah. doesn't matter how much metal he played in his lifetime He was a musician first And people People doesn't matter if it's pop, country, whatever. We'll always aspire to be as good as a drummer as that man was.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I well I don't my my group is a little bit more of a harder rock. I wouldn't even I mean, we we all listen to Slipknot. Uh when he did uh The Roadrunner, I don't know if you remember like that it was like that whole Roadrunner uh uh, lp where it was just a bunch of acts and he he played like drums for like six different acts like yeah King diamond and shit like that and it was like a lot of punk a lot of a lot of hardcore so like i mean he was just so versatile and and was. i just don't know how to wrap my head around both him as a musician and him not here anymore i yeah i mean i was devastated when he was uh he got ill and said that he couldn't play for Slipknot anymore. Uh, we're all fans of Slipknot. So, uh, it, and still even, even with the guy, cause I, I play uh, I'm endorsed by SJC, which uh, Weinberg, who's the current drummer of Slipknot. He, I, I followed him even before his days in Slipknot and his dad. I mean, Bruce Springsteen, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Knows Max Weinberg, if you're a drummer. So, but again, uh, You can tell the difference, you know, like when you listen to a guy like Max uh, or uh, Jay Weinberg behind the kit, you know, it's not Joey. Uh, And that says something about the drummer, man, because it's not just banging things at that point. It's yeah.
0: And no disrespect to Jay at all, because I honestly think I, I in my opinion, and this is just me and I could be completely wrong. I think he's literally just as good on the kit as Joey. In a completely different way
1: agreed yeah um,
0: but he's just as good where the difference comes into play is you know jay's still young he's in his early 30s if i'm not mistaken um, yeah, yeah. you know the rest of the slipknot cool. guys are in their late mid to late 40s yeah. um but joey's been around for 20 plus years created slipknot then turned around and created murder dolls and done ah. so much other things for the music community. You know, in twenty years from now, we'll have that same res- level of respect and admiration for someone like Joey I mean, from uh, for uh, Jay Reinberg. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. So this yeah. isn't nothing against Jay in any which way, shape, or
1: form. I'm, I'm already I see yeah. where you're going with it, and yeah. I totally I yeah. agree. I agree. So,
0: but Joey is the he blazed man. Blazed the
1: trail. He blazed it. He, you really know, because like did. ultimately, you're playing for Slipknot, and Slipknot is almost like. It's run a certain way. You could tell it's run a certain way, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm. I know Jay gets on and he and he writes his drums, but like because how the music has transformed into what they are today, mm-hmm. it was because of Joey's playing ultimately. I, I felt the same way today as I did when Rev died from Avenged, because Rev was another one, man. Nobody before him nor after him can touch him. And it shows even in adventure Sevenfold. I mean, you had a guy like, uh, uh, what's his name? Ended up playing on Nightmare. Portnoy. Uh, uh, like, um, um, uh, yeah, Mike Portnoy. Yeah, One yeah, of the yeah. greatest drummers of all time. Dream Theater. He was actually playing the bench, but you could tell it's not Rev. Well, Rev yeah. actually modeled himself after Mike Portnoy. I know, it's just, it's <laughs> But like, that's how it goes, you know? You, yeah. You learn from your greats you 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 fall in love with these guys and then you you put your spin on it i mean my my my, one of my favorite drummers of all time still to this day is uh bill ward from from uh, black Sabbath. Mm -hmm. uh and his drumming back in the 70s just uh, i remember listening to it as a kid my dad showed me it it's stuff that still doesn't get played today it's just again blazing a trail that you just hope you can live up to as a musician yeah. Uh, while putting your own spin on it. And yeah, Joey yeah. just, he broke the mold. Rev broke the mold. That it, It's just, uh, it's a total loss. Total 100%.
0: loss. 100%. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like you said, you know, from Black Sabbath to, you know, Rush with Neil Peart to fucking, you know, fucking Vinnie Paul, rest yeah. of his soul as uh, well. To, God, yeah, to you know to rev which by the way you know Avenged Sevenfold is my favorite band of all time um 100% dude i I've, I've got i've got a forever tattoo nice on my arm hell yeah bro um, yo know,
1: dude i love i could listen to every album back to back back, on to, back, that. back, back, back to back i it's just the every star. musician in that in that band is uh has got something that yeah and i'm a big fan of like punk rock like uh i grew up listening to the misfits static age again one of the one of the best albums of all time in my opinion Mm -hmm. uh and those guys had that spin where it was like man this is like fast like punk but it's got and it's but it's not that traditional metal that's coming out today yeah and again it's all the little things and i mean i'm a drummer so i'm going to pick out the little things i'm going to pick out symbol shit that rev used to do that nobody else does nobody else can do and i watched him lay tracks down uh like i went back on youtube and watched him like i forget what track it was i think it was on the last album before he died Self-titled, uh, yeah. yeah self-titled and uh you watch like a symbol shit he's all over the map it's he's just everywhere, uh, everywhere. and I, I i go behind my kit and i i'm like i'm gonna do it and I'm like that no i'm not getting that yeah. It's going to take years, and even then when I finally get the rudiment down, it's not going to sound like Rev. Yeah. So, I've I, had the distinct
0: pleasure of seeing them with Rev twice. Um, I saw him with Mike Portnoy before Aaron LJ joined, um, and Aaron sucked. Um, i, I yeah, no not in I, that at all. Um, no, I, I agree. I totally agree. And then I've seen him with Brooks. I've seen him with, with LJ as well. Then I saw him with Brooks. Um, and Brooks, man, he is a, a talent um i think he's as close as they will ever come to replacing rev
1: yeah yeah absolutely because again he's got his own spin he he's not trying to mimic exacts he's trying to follow what the band's doing but we'll also you could when you could tell a drummer is specifically behind the kit like again uh one of my favorite bands of all time is queen so roger taylor uh not like notable like through no a layman you know you're either a fan of the band and you know him or you're a drummer and you know him he's another one like he did simple stuff behind the kit he did that just blew my world apart you know and and it was always so like again you're uh, you just find those little nuances that a musician puts down and it's that's like signing their name and Any musician worth their salt hopes that one day, like myself, like my brothers, uh, we all hope that we can do something like that. And, again, it's like when you you look at it, you're like, uh, man, just total inspirations for us. Everybody knew Joey's name, man. He did. Everybody. 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 You didn't have to be a drummer to appreciate him.
0: No, I remember back in – probably 2002, 2001, somewhere around there. Um, I was at some house party with some guys and um, we were all drinking. We are having a good time. And uh, we were talking, we got on the subject of drummers. I'll never forget this. And I cannot remember who they were talking about, but it was a punk drummer. And he was talking about how much of a better drummer than you know this guy, you know, than Joey ever was and yada, 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 yada. And it's like, okay, I'm thinking about this now. It's like, Twenty years later, I don't remember who you were talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, but we're still talking about Joey, and we're yeah. you know, and
1: I guarantee you that you ask your buddy, he remembers Joey as well. You know, yeah. it's like, hey man, you can't take it away from him. You can't. You can't. can't ever. When you make that much of a wave, and they came in at that height of new metal, and like, we all know what happened to new metal. Like, almost every band is almost non-existent broke up, had issues or, or whatnot. And, and just the the wave died very abruptly. Except for Slipknot. not skyrocketed. Yep. And that's, man, that's due to him as, as much as any other member of that band. Mm-hmm. And if not more, because I mean, I don't, I'm a drummer, so I'm not going to give me too much credit, but we're the backbone of the band. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing
0: too. Like, you know, if you go through the years, you know, and if you look at guitarists or bands or drummers or whatever, when you hear a chord played by a band, and you may have never heard the song before, you may not even be looking at your phone or your television or you're listening to your Alexa or whatever the hell you're listening to, but as soon as you hear a chord, you know exactly who that band is. Yep. Um, and that is how most, you know, guitarists are, you know, a band by their guitarist 90% of the, or, or the voice,
1: but Or the voice. Yeah, that's true. But you're right. There's, it's the melody. Correct. That's the that's gets your brain going.
0: But there's very few drummers that you could listen to and be like, I know exactly who the fuck that is. Yeah. Joey yeah. was one of them. Vinny was another one. Rev was another one.
1: And that's what I, I'm happy you bring up Vinny, man. Not enough people bring up Vinny. Vinny Paul was a master, and it wasn't, it was. you know, like a lot of the, what's happening. And I, you know, I, 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 I'm not being overly critical. I, I view drums a certain way. I, I was brought up on drums a certain way, and I, I learned a certain way. So, like rudiments were important, and like uh, being learning how to fill out a song was important. So. A lot of what's happening today is like, like bands come out and they're like, let's the drummer will be like, I'm going to play fast all the time. And it's all about being super fast. What's the deal with that? I, you know, I just feel like it gets a little repetitive and with guys like Vinnie Paul and with Joey as well, like Joey could blow your mind with speed. One of the fastest out there, but he also knew how to accent that speed with again, nuance. So I'm happy you brought up Vinnie Paul, because, again, uh, one of my favorites as well.
0: So I believe it was um, Disaster Pieces. No, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't. I can't remember which one it was. No, it wasn't just, just um Disaster Pieces. It was the other live album they did. Um, Because Joey always did a drum solo. And on the one of the other... I cannot remember which one it was. But on one of these live albums, they included the the drum solo and he pulled off these doubles that i've wow. never been able to hear it went kick uh snare tom tom and then just it was and then it started off slow and then it, it yeah. just became you know faster and faster and faster and then it just eventually sounded like he was playing everything at one time at once. Yep. But in reality, he was still just doing the doubles, just that yeah, fucking quickly, just... and I will never, ever, ever forget the first time I heard that. I'm like, holy shit! I've seen them perform a hundred times. I've seen them do, you know, the the suspended, you know, circle, you know. I've I've, see, yeah, that was at that, that.
1: Yeah, but, that was an awesome.
0: But the doubles, I never heard like he like he did on this. I guess he because I, I think
1: was, I know like, what you're talking about too, because I I remember that because he, you know notorious for his double like his double role. like.
0: I'm gonna have to pull it, it up. He,
1: like he was still there. able to separate every note no matter how fast he played. Sometimes it gets muddied, but he he, he just, you always knew crystal clear. He was just that fast. He that was bad.
0: so technically sound, unlike, unlike anybody else. I mean, he was just freaking phenomenal. Oh, it was 9.0 Live, is what it was.
1: Yeah. Uh, so okay.
0: Yeah. Came out in 2005. 9.0 yep. Live. Um, so if you haven't, Listen to the live album, 9.0 Live by Slipknot. Go check it out. That drum solo in there, it's the last... It's the last track, I believe. The second to the last track on the first album. It's a double album. It is phenomenal. Check it out. Um,
1: You'll get your mind blown, for You sure. will get
0: your mind blown, yeah. It is exactly. It's the... Uh, yeah, it's the second to last track on the first album, right before ER. Um, yes. that it's. It, he's just... Second to none, probably, you know, in my opinion, he's up there with Neil Peart. I know everyone you, oh, know, and 100%. Metal, you know, rock and metal community is always like, Neil's the best of all time. Probably you're 100% right. However, right along with that is Rev, and right along
1: with that is yeah. is, is for, for different reasons, too, man. I mean, Neil Pert was a talent as a musician in general because he wrote the whole thing. He wrote Rush. He wrote every instrument, all the songs. So he was just a talent he was, was like a, a grand composer so i mean i i i agree he's up there uh, as i've i've listened limelight fucking all of it just didn't matter tom Sawyer, obviously like amazing drummer amazing but again it was because you can identify his drumming and it, it, a lot of it has to do with like sound how they sound like joey's man you know joey's like that snare crack man that before him, nobody nobody tightened their snare like that. It was all about having that uh, wash underneath the the snare drum. So yeah. he he was like, no, nah, fuck that. I want that bounce. <laughs> so <laughs> and he was very intimidating behind the kit, the way he would like hit his cymbals and his elbow would be like all the way up here. Yep. I don't even know how he did it. And then he sat on the ground practically when doing those doubles on the bass drum. Yeah. Man sitting practically on the ground. Like most guys, you'll see. Like standing up, doing that, just because they need the power in their leg. I don't know how he did it. I don't. I'm a drummer. I've been playing for all my life. I I, I look at him, his drumming, and I'm still. Yeah. Uh, that that's the guy that inspires me today. You know. Yeah. So If
0: it wasn't for him, I would never have discovered metal the way I did. You know what I'm saying? Cause ah. In '99, Slipknot stuck out like a sore thumb to me and sucked me in so hardcore. And I will never ever forget that. Never yeah. forget that.
1: And I think it was him who actually came up with the name because they were called something else before that. They were called something else. l ones, and then something, something else, like right?
0: And I, I don't remember what they were called before. I can I was just reading about this the other
1: day, um, but I feel like he, at least that, from what I've seen, like in interviews, he's credited for coming up with Slipknot.
0: Yeah, well, it's him. He had I mean, the
1: band the Have Nots. He was in the band before correct. that.
0: Yeah, but it was him, Sean, and Paul who were the, 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 yeah they they created Slipknot. It was one hundred percent them. Um, yeah, I mean even Corey was like one of the last people to act, to to be. Really oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Because um, yeah, they, they had a, they had somebody else as the lead singer before Corey. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, I, just a I, just a just an amazing talent, amazing soul. And, you know, regardless of what happened, you know, with stuff with Slipknot or how he came off and died, you know, as, as of today, you know, July 27th, I know you guys are listening to this on August 3rd. We don't know what happened. You might know now. No. So if you do, you know, great. Don't sit there and at me saying you guys should be talking. No, we don't know yet. It's a week early. Yeah. <laughs> I record all my episodes on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, guys. Sorry, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we might be a little bit behind the times. But either way, rest in peace, Joey. Um, Yeah, great time. And I know you guys are here. I I know you guys are Not you specifically, but I know all the listeners are here to listen to the band Nash and talk to the band Nash and get pumped up for Blue Ridge. So that's what we're going to do now. You know, because that's what the whole idea of this, this series is, you know, for the last two and a half weeks and for the next five, all we're doing is nothing but Blue Ridge. So... um you guys are playing day two with um you know some amazing amazing talents i mean so many i've talked to be you know already and some i'm still in the process of getting ready to talk to you know how are you guys feeling going into this
1: oh man uh thankful humbled like i we signed on early uh because we were like jumping at the hip to get back out there uh We were playing a couple of sold out shows just before the pandemic started. So, you know, it was a bummer to kind of come to an abrupt halt. But Blue Ridge came out of the uh, it was they were like the first ones to get their festival like up and running and, and approved or whatever they had to do to get it going. Yeah, we signed on and then the names started coming and we're sitting there like, holy shit, holy shit. And then Iron Maiden, Shinedown, Killswitch, you know, like these are all the bands we grew up on. We listen to, we idolize. Uh so we're just thrilled to be a part of it. And the, the the fan-driven idea of Blue Ridge is is something that we appeal to a lot. We adore our fans, our villains. Uh they they really Go to bat for us time and time again with uh support and uh i you know to get here is is just something that uh we want to share with them as well and and we're so thankful to be able to share it so and to be a part so
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's a true honor to be a part of something so huge again 160,000 tickets sold for a four-day festival you know, more tickets sold for this event than any DWP event. Sorry to the guys going to, um, you know, Louder Than Life or Incarceration or Welcome to Rockville or um, what's the other one? Um, I always forget the one in California. I can never remember. I um, don't uh, know the
1: one in California.
0: Oh, What is it called? I always forget the name of the damn thing. Aftershock.
1: Aftershock. Aftershock. Yeah. Aftershock.
0: Um, you know... You guys have great festivals lined up. Don't get me wrong. You guys are going to be impressed. However, the what Blue Ridge Rock Fest, an independent festival, has done, not only yeah. for the bigger bands, not only for the fans, but to bring in nearly 75 local, regional, independent acts is more than any other festival out there is doing. So my right. hat's off to
1: them. As, as a band, that's something that just it's good to see because, you know, the, the little guy like us, like, you know, so many of the bands like I, I actually know some of the bands that are going to be there and people in those bands that uh, were signed up to go and play. And um, we, we're just all talking about it and we're just like, this is what it's supposed to be like, man. This is this is how it should be always and it's not unfortunately uh with other places other venues sometimes it's just not as good of an experience but with this man we just felt welcome from from jump and they're so helpful and i just know that my band personally and all the bands that are going to be there are going to have something to take away from this yeah and and shit chance of a lifetime it's like playing fucking woodstock for crying out loud (laughs)
0: You know, I, I literally talked to, um, another day two band earlier, um, artwork for the blind. And he said the exact same thing. He was (laughs) like, he, you know, he said, this is like fucking Woodstock and he's not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's insane. It's going to be absolutely insane for like someone like me who has only been around for a year and a half and have grown my audience the way I have. And, you know, and the guy who specializes in indie talent, as far as rock goes and metal goes um, to be a part of it as well, is a huge honor for me as well. And, you know, to be able to, to do what I'm doing for it is, is an honor itself, but I can only imagine what it's going to be like to be up there in front of all those damn people.
1: We're just so excited for it. I mean, to have to wait as long as we did uh, during the pandemic, like so many people, whether it was for going to work every day or or whatever you do for life and and happiness uh to have to wait and in confined spaces uh for that length of time if if you told me that that was going to happen but blue ridge was at the end of the tunnel sign me up anytime every time, every time
0: 10%. Yeah, it, it's
1: worth it it's just worth it and i'm so excited i'm so pumped to bring what we got so so excited to see what others got. Uh, it's it's all what I'm about personally, and I'm looking forward, man. Uh, i just I love it. I'm super pumped. And for guys like you, man, uh, this helps us in astronomical ways in this day and age with like social media, like mm-hmm. being able to have content and that constant like reminder that we're active. Guys like you, man, we owe that too, man. So it's uh, my pleasure, man. from my band to you, thank you for doing what you do. Oh, did.
0: absolutely. It's my pleasure. I mean, I, I've built my career, you know, and yes, this has become a career, guys, for me, um, on the backs of you guys. But without people like you, I wouldn't be here. You know, uh, yes, you know, I, I do a lot of other stuff for the mental health community. I do a lot of stuff for the LGBTQ community as well. But the whole idea of my show is where music and mental health meet. And I don't talk about mental health every day. Honestly, I'm not going to talk about it with you at all. <laughs> because I literally just had an hour-long conversation with Ray Ray. And it was, it was pretty brutal. So, you know, I, I need to switch it up every once in a while. So, you know, I mean, if, again, if you guys didn't listen to that episode, please go back and listen to it. That was a brutal, that was a hard episode to get through. So hard that I had to go grab a beer for this one because <laughs> I mean, that, was a, that was a tough conversation to have.
1: I get it. Absolutely. Um,
0: but, you know, again, without bands like you who are like, yeah, let's fucking talk. Let's do it. Let's have a, let's have a good time. I wouldn't have my career. So for me, I say thank
1: you. Nah, I... From my band to, your, to you, man, I, it's just a two-way street. We feel the same 100%. Way.
0: You, know, you know, there's a lot of um, musical podcasts out there that do interviews, but a lot of them just do. So you have a new concert, you have a new album coming out. Can you tell me know. more about that? Or <laughs> you have a new single. You know, what was the meaning behind the single? Or... You have any tour dates coming up no i, I don't do that shit it's a cover station, guys <laughs> uh yeah
1: i mean speaking about joey man like honestly i was thinking before that episode i was like should i bring up joey should i i mean i'm a drummer i feel like i i want to sit and talk for an hour to somebody about how i feel about this nothing is off
0: limits on this yeah well nothing is off limits on this that's
1: awesome i love it oh absolutely
0: so, I have no no qualms about talking about anything. We'll We'll talk <laughs> everything, anything and everything. Um, but you guys are playing day two, and I'm really, really stoked about it. Um, it's gonna be an amazing weekend. Um, we're getting there on Wednesday. Uh, the day before everything kind of goes and starts. We're gonna be camping out early um, and just starting the party off right and you know, we'll be there. Having a good fucking time, and we're, we're gonna try to see literally everyone. It's not gonna happen, and there's gonna be as few, yeah, things, hear but you know, once we get the you know, you guys have all the, the set times, we don't, I don't even have the set times yet. Um, once we get that, then um, I will plan out better, but you know, I'll be there backstage, we'll be there front stage, will be there everywhere, and uh, I definitely want to hook up with you and the rest of the guys. For the oh, band. we'd
1: appreciate it, man. We'll Absolutely. have a table set up, obviously. But like, wh- however you want to, Oh, absolutely. We, we have our PR person. So like, uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch, man. Cause I'd love to just to have a convo. Have you meet the other guys? Oh, you absolutely. Know, the, the yeah. I'm going to be and, doing uh,
0: shows from the, from the, um, from there. So yeah, we'll be definitely, um, hooking up. It won't be an hour long conversation like this one, but you know, we'll definitely be having, you know, conversations, you know, there. And even yeah. if it's a five minute, just, Hey, how you guys doing? How'd you guys enjoy the show? You know, that kind of shit. Um, Yeah, because I want to be, I'm going to be live documenting, well, not live, but I'll be documenting everything that's going on and releasing episodes after the fact, because again, if you don't have tickets, you're out of luck, but you know what? I'm going to make sure that you guys at home at least get a feel for what we got to experience that weekend. I'm not going to record any music. I'm not going to put anything out like that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going through all the licensing bullshit on that, but I will give you guys experiences. I'll let you know how the bands felt, how the fans felt, how I felt. And you guys will feel it at home. So um, I'm going to try to make sure that you guys get to live what we lived at least a little bit because you will never experience what we experience unless you're there. But I'll try to at least help that along the way.
1: (laughs) That was cool, man. That's awesome.
0: But yeah, dude. um, Jim, bro, you are a badass and I
1: appreciate you Uh, so fucking much. Um, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. You're the badass, honestly. I can't thank you enough from me, my guys, we love you. So honestly, we, we look forward to Blue Ridge kicking ass. We're gonna play our new single there and I think you'll love it. So I hope you get to catch it. Have you released, and I your hope new, have you released I the new single yet? <laughs>
0: What's that? Have you released
1: your new single yet? Not yet. It's actually, we decided to write, record the single for Blue Ridge so we could play it live exclusively there and release it sometime shortly after. Uh, with the music video and all that. Yeah, so. I was about to
0: say, I'm like, I haven't, I don't remember you releasing anything recently.
1: Yeah, it's it's soon after. That was the plan. We wanted to have something fresh for Blue Ridge. And I think what we got is something that's, uh, I feel so proud of my guys uh, in the song that we cooked up. So uh, I think you'll like it. Awesome. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, thank you no problem and thank you for what you do again man i can't thank you enough for both so
0: absolutely and we will definitely hook up at the show and we'll have another conversation we'll definitely keep in touch as well hell yeah um but again thanks guys so much for being here again do not miss nash playing september 10th live at blue ridge rock fest They're going to rip your fucking faces off like all these other bands that we've been talking to. But this is just another example of why you need to pay attention to the Rising Talents stage. Do not sleep on them. You will miss out on something spectacular. But for everybody else, thank you very much for being here. Come back again tomorrow for the band Fate Destroyed. And um, until then, everybody stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. We'll talk to you guys later.
1: Peace. Absolutely, man.